hello and welcome to the second episode of this podcast featuring me, Astrid. Um, it's been a long time since this happened and I'm not, I got like, I'm not used to it again so like I have to get used to it again now. So, we're just going to dive in because last time I took up a lot of time and I don't want to do that. I don't want to make you, your ears bleed with my voice, but whatever, that's okay. So, here we go. So, I'm going to start with pricing. And with pricing, it's the most critical element of marketing mix for marketers. It's the most visible element for customers and it can also be changed instantly and it usually focuses on the company and the customer and the competition so when it comes to pricing there are many factors that can impact the price of something so like the market market segmentation can impact the price with the like the demographic, the geographic, or the psychographic. And something else that can impact that is the smoothing. So there's two types of smoothing. And the first one is time smoothing. An example of this can be when you're discounting the price for non-prime times. And then there's place smoothing where it's like you're dividing the stadium into the cheapest or most expensive seating. And... An example of that, another one of place smoothing, is like when I went to the Ariana concert in November, and um, if you wanted to sit like front row, like obviously the the the, the tickets were most expensive because Ariana. I mean, hello, <laughs> and then if you wanted to sit in the way back, it was least expensive because. You just, you don't have, like, the best view, but you can, like, kind of still see her. And, like, she's, like, a really big artist, so it, it kind of makes sense for them to, like, make it, um, make tickets, like, more expensive the closer you are. And thankfully, I was able to get the closest tickets possible, which came out of my pocket. All of my money it was all of my money. So no one can say that it wasn't worth it because it was worth it 100%. And yeah, that's an example, a real life example that happened to me of place smoothing. So yeah. A lot of like selling, like places that sell like tickets and stuff also have like strategies for how much they price. And like this can be like penetration pricing, which is like setting prices lower than the competition. And it's mostly used to introduce a new product or encourage max participation. And then there's skimming, which sets the prices higher than the competition. And this happens when a product is new and unique. And when it's promoting high class image of product. Now let's go to sales methodologies and this can be used 
um, with ticket sales, sponsorships, or ad sales. And some advantages to this are that the initial cost is really cheap, and you can use the internet, and customers can ask questions. But disadvantages can be that it's very time-consuming, and it gets highly competitive with quite a bit of rejection. Now, when it comes to preparing a sales presentation, there's always four questions to answer to yourself. One, why are you saying it? Two, to whom are you saying it? Three, what are you going to say? And four, how are you going to say it? So, like, your purpose can be, like, to communicate information or, like, to inspire and motivate. That's number one, by the way. And then number two, that's, like, your customer profile. Like, it determines a prospect's needs. Um, you have to consider how much they know already. And you have to establish characteristics, like demographics. And then three, like, your content. Like, you have to decide on your approach. Um, you have to, like, write a script, which is... Yeah, it's really self-explanatory. It's always nice to be nice, but when it comes to your clients or your customers or fans, it's even more important to be nicer, which by that I mean like establishing a good relationship. Why? Because customers have long-term loyalty and that's really good for like a basketball team because it's good for like when they're doing promotions um and it's good also because it can build emotional connections with customers which also connects with the loyalty part of this aspect of this um and some ways to do that is to like know your customer by which I mean like research their company website. Two, have a planned agenda. Three, customize the sales script. Four, ask open-ended questions, which like, you know, you like find out what the cost the customer wants, what they need, because it's all about them. Because you want to satisfy them, not yourself or anyone else. It's them because like, you're benefiting from them because of all the money five closing line which is ask for sale obviously and six be a good listener i think with this next one i think everyone knows what it is but just in case you don't know um a sponsorship is like when an advertiser um, supports a business or an individual and in return they promote its services or products by sponsoring it. And this can help support virtually every type of business from an amateur blog or like to a professional athlete. And there are a lot of benefits to, to a sponsorship. 
like brand awareness or the useful for back-to-back marketing exclusivity things like tickets getting tickets for free that's a good one so you don't have to pay anything (laughs) with sponsorships there's always going to be risks like everything else and some of these can be ambush marketing sponsorship clutter labor disputes losing streaks and social media hijacking I think it's obvious what ads are, so there's really no point in like like defining what an advertisement is because it's so simple. But um, advertising can help reach people most likely to be willing to pay for a company's products or services and be persuaded to buy them. And when it comes to advertising, there's many forms of this type of advertising. (laughs) So the first one is publications. And these can be like newspapers. um, And they always are going to vary based on how often they are published. Like their size, um, where they are published. Um... And to, like, who they are targeted. You know, it's, like, teenagers, adults, animals, even. (laughs) Also, magazines can fall into publications. And there are two types, which is consumer and then business. So, yeah. Broadcast media is also a very, very big one today. That is like TV or the radio. I think everyone watches TV. Um, It's the most influential. It's the best selling type. And it offers a lot of different advertising options. Um, And same with the radio. It's really effective and affordable compared to TV especially because you'll see like during like the Super Bowl, like there's like a bunch of ads that go viral because you know they want to promote their products or their goods because so many people watch it. That's why TV is such a big thing today, and also radio, the radio, but not so much as TV. Um, some more advertising media can be like direct mail, either printed or like just like digital and also the web so like things like social media profiles ads on other websites or portals um a company website there's also out of home media so like poster panels like billboards or like transit posters human directionals aerial advertising or like specialty media, directory advertising, telemarketing, product placement, movie theater, advertising. And then there's also um, new advertising media. So that's like short messaging service or for short SMS. And this is just like text message advertising, which I get a lot. My friends get a lot. 
that you can get that because of like you just giving out your number to like um websites when they like ask you for your number or like your email um don't do that by the way it's, it's so annoying they just spam you like you can get this leaked freaking message it's just not fun um also viral videos uh, most customers try to avoid ads and these shareable videos let customers promote company you know um so the last thing i want to get into is um like emails because there are a lot of types of emails that i had no idea about you know because i only use a simple email to email <laughs> so first there's like plain text it's easy to create and it's less expensive um it's the most common type so i'm guessing i use this one as much as many of you for listening um it's text formatted to be pleasant to the eye and it may contain links then there's html which may look like website web pages and it's also supported by multiple emails but um it's longer download time and space next there's rich media um it's expensive and complicated with video graphics and sound so it requires technology extra space and internet some things to consider before are the timing of emails so like the frequency like daily weekly monthly quarterly like what i said before about like giving your email out to like different types of brands online like for example like american eagle i always get like emails from them every like i'm pretty sure daily probably um about like sales are having to like attract me to go there because it's cheaper then and also delivery time so like time and date um <clears throat> also to consider um it's just distribution methods so like there's like full service firms this is the most expensive and it suggests target markets it creates all content ex execute mailings and there's hosting services which is like monthly fee based on mailings and in-house which cost is not tied to mailings um you can you should also consider um the safety and security so like what's the business privacy policy the type of data collected and how the company will use and distribute the data which that you always get asked this you should always get asked that um you should establish trust by being honest and non-threatening so that way you can consider a guarantee or money back policy um a way to establish email recipients um not a way just establish email recipients so potential customers companies will also purchase email lists and this needs to make sure recipients are target market or current customers newsletter subscribers discussion group members um elements of a marketing email these are like the from the to the subject the marketing copy i think you should know the from to and subject 
But if you don't know the marking copy, that's like um, the grammatically correct, no typos or spelling errors, and complete but not wordy. Also, the marketing content, which is like the organized, understood, and can follow, or the ideas are clear, understood. The testimonials, it helps to establish trust with the recipients and reassures them. The signatures, the complete contact info that is short and simple that you always see. So, yeah. This has been the end of my quarter two, quarter two, yes, SEM podcast. And again, this was fun to make. And after this, I just have two more to make, which is kind of sad because I won't be here next year. I mean, I'm going to be gone, graduated, obviously, hopefully. But nonetheless, this is the end. And I hope you enjoyed listening to my voice and all this information. Hopefully you grasped some of it. (laughs) So, hope everyone has a good night, day, wherever they are. And I will see you in quarter, I mean, podcast number three. (laughs) Three, yeah, three. Okay, bye.